So, uh, ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, how are you? I, I don't know what to do with myself. We have, we, this is like, <laughs> you know, second recording in, in a month, you know, that we're, we're getting into, into a, into a, a, a groove here. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> you mean a longer season than three episodes? Well, we haven't got that far yet. Um, well, I guess if we finish yeah. this one and it goes out, we'll have three. <laughs> will we? Oh, yeah, yeah. we will. Yeah, we will, yeah, because we got the Stardew episode. We keep referencing in every show that eventually will come out. <laughs> we'll eventually come out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, why are we here? Would you like to? Would you like to fill the folks in on 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 our uh, on on our very uh, detailed agenda and you know totally not going to be ad libbed? <laughs> uh, definitely not. You mean it's totally scripted? Totally scripted. <laughs> totally scripted. Because mm-hmm. that makes for a really good conversational podcast. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, f- <laughs> true facts. You forgot your line there for a moment. Um. um yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Um. Oh no! I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> 375 five-page document. I'm like, oh. Uh. Yes, Patrick, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> oh, right, right. <clears throat> yes. They're totally professionals. So we are here for our annual holiday episode. Can can we say annual since it's now the second holiday episode? Yeah. I mean, we've technically almost been recording for a year at this point. Even a year, though- like a, a little little bit of a break in between. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Is, this would be about the time we recorded the Christmas episode last year, I think, roughly. Yeah. I think, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. around this time. Very close. So, uh, happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> happy holiday anniversary, recording yeah. anniversary. What? What's the anniversary of? P- podcastery anniversary. podcast anniversary. Yeah. Pod- podcast-iversary. Mm-hmm. It's an official yeah. new term. Yeah. Well, I think we officially started the channel that we do all our planning in like in November. Yeah. yeah. Like we started actually recording stuff about this time. So, Wait, yeah, you didn't I- write the exact date down in your diary? Mm-hmm. sorry sorry that's too that's that's way too personal a question for you on the show yeah i keep i keep a diary how do you know this <laughs> i thought i kept it under the bed yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. do you have one of those little like locks like you know the ones back in the day where you had to enter a little code to open the pages up i had as a kid a mickey mouse diary i think it was mickey mouse Aww. It was cool, and it had the little little plastic strap lock thing, and it had a little <laughs> tiny key lock, which which did, you could pop with a with a. It had a key lock, but it didn't do anything. You could just do a little slider and open it up. So, uh. did you actually write in it? Oh yeah, totally, totally. Nice. I was I was like seven, so, and you know, again, I guess I'm gonna have to start. Like I keep talking. I think we talked about handwriting two two episodes in a row. So I'm gonna like have some kind of sample so people just know how bad it is. And <laughs> you know, my it was much worse then because you know I was seven years old, barely learned how to read or uh, how to write. So uh, yeah, it was bad. So in a previous episode on the show notes, um, our dearest Becky had wrote out said show notes and did an excellent job and she did a little tease of uh it coming out on the day that evermore came out would you like to elaborate about that mostly just because i was so excited that i wanted to include it in there and <laughs> wanted us to get the episode done so i could go listen to it <laughs> it's like can we just release it please and like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> no it was like it comes out at midnight and we were we were trying to finish all the edits i was like oh it's right there it's available now and i i can't listen to it yet yeah we, we tried really hard to like get it down at the exact same time but uh i i uh i got sleepy <laughs> so. <laughs> you got sleepy you also had a busy night doing christmas festivities Yes, I did. Well, that was no, that was that was last night. Well, the, the night before, because Evermore came out at midnight. Yeah, so I was doing the edit, the like trying to get the final edit done an hour or so before Evermore came out, and I, I got probably ninety five percent of the way there, and I just I like oh, but we still got to edit show notes and all this, and it's like ah, and it was already past midnight, so we already passed the time, and. Yeah, so it didn't, it didn't, it didn't make it. But we got it on the same day, just not at the same time. So, anyways, hi, Evermore. Yes, I like that album. <laughs> Did you like that album? <laughs> you said it's one of your favorites, right? Or your favorite? It is my favorite, or my favorite Taylor Swift album, anyway. Yeah. What do you like so much about it? I well, as you know, uh, I am. I'm really enjoying the more earthy indie folksy type of music. I've really, I've always enjoyed it, but probably in the last 
two or three years, I've really started to find some find some artists that I really like and find some some music that I really like in that and it's kind of hard to find because they're not you know they're often indie they're you know, so they're not pushed by labels and stuff and so it's hard to find really good versions of that kind of music and then of course here's Taylor Swift you know superstar that she is <laughs> and and then just just comes in and just crushes that stuff and just makes it sound really natural and easy and it's interesting because you know she comes in from a country background and then shifts full on into pop and then now she's going into a whole different branch of a country feel and i take it folklore was really fun and i, I like that direction but I, I think evermore really feels oh, no, i don't want to sound like a pretentious music critic because I'm, I'm i just i like the songs it's pretty but uh, <laughs> I, I like the variety of evermore i feel like i feel like folklore was a little bit more um heavy feeling like the songs seemed more dark and had a little more edge to them uh, not necessarily in a bad way uh but it, it, it was like 17 songs so when you could have that many songs with that much color to it it was just a lot that especially if you listen to it in one sitting which i like to listen to albums in one sitting if i can either it's background music or whatever it, it, it can weigh on you in a heavy way where I feel like evermore there's definitely some of that some of that heaviness in there too but it was offset with a few more bright spots that I really liked and a few different maybe genre bins where she had a little bit more of a like straight country like especially like an old feeling country something from you know like way back in the day that, that I really I really dug so yeah I I, I may feel like I'm meandering a little bit but I, I really enjoyed it what, what about you what did you what did you think about it, it has a bit more of a pop feeling as well for yeah, some of the songs, and I know you said previously, "Lover" was your favorite album, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I really like that one. So I could see why I was like, "Oh, this feels like a bit more pop and and more folk," and I could see I was like, "Oh, Patrick's gonna like this one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I'm not a huge fan of just straight pop music in general, but I love pop infused sensibilities. I like a good production. I don't. I, I like it. The recordings to be crisp and clean, and I like. I like good songwriting, and um, which you know, there's good songwriting in all genres, I guess. But I like a song to be well put together and not not feel rough. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind hearing live music that way, but if I'm listening to an album, I want it to be perfect, and uh, it had a lot of that perfect quality to it. If that makes sense, it was very well polished. It's very high praise. It was very perfect. <laughs> From a uh, a, a uh, sonic, I don't know. From a from from a technical standpoint, it, it was <laughs> very well That's balanced. Like, Patrick's yeah. getting very fancy with these terms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It didn't. It didn't feel like somebody sat in a, in a recording studio with a guitar and sang for an hour and a half and like, okay, and here's my album. You know, um, which some some albums are, are are cool like that, but. If I'm going to choose a preference, I would rather have something that sounds like it was recorded in a studio. Just my mm-hmm. my preference, I guess. I actually read that one of the songs, I think, was recorded just last week, actually. Gracious. Her turnaround is impressive. It might have actually been very quick, even though it's perfect and polished. Very quick now. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, she's done however many albums she's done, and I'm sure she's got quite a team behind her doing stuff, so I- I'm sure that she can... Uh, that they have it down to an art as far as how can we make this make the and, and, and I may be wrong, but I would think that it's easier to polish up a a more acoustic uh, performance as opposed to digitally creating sound and making that sound perfect. I could be wrong on that though. I am not sure about that. She hashtag not a producer. <laughs> <laughs> is that a hashtag you need? <laughs> it's a hashtag I need if I'm going to make making these grandiose okay. claims. Um, well, so one of the producers on this one is Jack Antonoff, and he also made he made a lot of her other albums with her as well. Like I think 1989 as well, and Lover, and basically all the last few albums he made songs on them. So he also does the digital thing as well. Oh, okay, good stuff. Interesting. It's always interesting to see them branch out like that. Did he do folklore too, or just this one? No, he did folklore too. Did, there's, okay. uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a Disney special. I did see it, but I've not seen the special. Okay. I saw that it existed. <laughs> okay. They talk a lot about the behind the scenes of making it and what the songs mean, and I think you would enjoy it. Yeah? Have you seen it? I have seen it. Mm, very nice. There's just been so much Taylor Swift content in the most wonderful <laughs> way, but almost like too much that my brain is like not ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually my feeling about Evermore right now. Is it, that it, it's just a lot well i so i remember when i saw the news of it i was just like wait 
this can't be right. It was so recently that she released mm-hmm. the last album. And yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm not emotionally fully ready to take in Evermore yet. Fair. I, I I've listened to it a bit and it's also it's I really like it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But the lyrics feel very complex. And I feel yes. like I'm not fully able to process or understand all of the songs yet fully. So I'm yeah, kind of still I, just like superficially enjoying them. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not done with folklore yet. So my brain's like not fully moved on from folklore yet. So I'm like, oh, there's so much content to take in. Yeah. And she does not do a you know short album. I mean, every album she does is 15, 16, 17 songs. And they're all, you know, yeah, their own complexities. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I haven't touched folklore in a little while too. Just So I'm kind of like, that one's just a little hazy for me. Yeah, and then we've been really busy the last few days. And so I find I, I can't listen to it just in the background while I'm working on other stuff because my brain's like, oh, I want to fully focus in on these new songs and what do they mean and, and how do I like them and to start to differentiate each of them and, and how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are definitely ones, though, that I really love so far that are very – there's some that are like a bop, you know, like they make you want to dance and move and there's some that are emotional. I've definitely already cried to this album. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Which is also probably why I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for this yet, because mm-hmm, folklore mm-hmm. was so emotional for me. Like you were saying it was really heavy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with that. I think a lot of people do. Like a lot of people, I think, cried a lot to that album. Yeah. Sorry, you were trying to ask something there. Well, I was going to... Two things. Um, I think, two things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think folklore, and please feel free to disagree. Now, I haven't listened to that one fully in a while. I've picked out a few songs that I really like, but I haven't listened to it in its entirety in a while. But as I remember and as, I, as my feeling was, it seems like that whole album is tonally similar, but also the lyrics seem to be telling a continuous story. There may be a few standalone songs, but that one seemed to just all blend together maybe maybe not totally one story but it all seemed thematically to blend together whereas evermore seems to be more a collection of songs in the genre but there's there while there's more difference some of the songs are Mm -hmm. different sounding there's definitely more standalone songs that i feel yeah maybe it's why i feel like i haven't collected my thoughts yet either on it i I saw Mm -hmm. someone say something about how it feels like finding a box of letters like different Mm -hmm. letters from different stories and so right now it's a bit not confusing but like you feel a bit lost in like which story is which and i was like oh yeah i get that i feel that and so believe it or not that was my one point (laughs) my other point was did you have a song that you wanted uh did you have some songs that you wanted to talk about that uh that you liked off evermore you said you had a couple that you really dug i wasn't sure if you really wanted to dig into any of that yet my my feelings on them are so still just superficial. Like this just sounds really good, and I really like this so mm-hmm. far. I like the single for sure. Willow. Yes, yeah, that one. That one's a that is a heck of an opener. Marjorie is also really. I I don't think I fully know what it's about yet, but it is very emotional. <laughs> I, yeah. It reminds me. It reminds me a lot of Betty off of uh, off of folklore. Yeah. It. I, so I think this one's actually written about her grandmother. I think Marjorie is her grandmother. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know the full story. I haven't really heard the lyrics too in depth yet, but. I may be actually be mixing up Dorothea and Marjorie, actually. That's possible. I think, yeah, I think I'm thinking about Dorothea. It's only been like a day so far. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say the songs that I really like, I really like nobody, no crime that, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ham? I Ham? feel like, especially knowing country, like mm-hmm. you're going to love that one. I do like that one. That one's got, it, it's a, it's, I did not realize this until, um, I heard that song. I don't think I've ever heard her collaborate with a female artist before. You know, she usually sings with guys. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was pretty, pretty cool hearing her blend. With, oh no, she did it. She did the song with the Dixie chicks on lover. Yeah. Didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't stand out to me until I heard it. I was like, oh, hmm, that, that's unique. But I like that one. And I like uh, I like Willow. And what else do I like on this one? Hmm. Champagne Problems is pretty fun. Champagne Problems is fun. I like... Oh, wait. Fun might not be the right word. I don't well... know if this is sad or fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song, whether or not it's fun or not. And, and tis the season. Uh, and, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. Uh and I expected to like Evermore more. 
mm-hmm. but because I really liked Exile uh, from Folklore, yeah. but I didn't care for. I liked the first half, but I didn't care for Bon Iver's part in, in that one as much. No, that was like the part you were really excited about. You're like, oh, Bon Iver. Yeah, yeah, because I really liked Bon Iver's part in Exile. He's got a really unique voice, and I really liked how they mixed together. And I didn't care for it as much. Oh, it was such a good song. Yeah, Exile's great. Exile, Exile's probably my. That one and Mirrorball are probably my favorites off of folklore. I really like Mirrorball. That one's that one's my jam. What do you like about Mirrorball? I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say. It's it's. I like I like the, the writing is is pretty simple. I feel like, but I like I just like the tune. It just has a nice sway to it. Um, that just has a cool coffee shop jam to it that I really dig. Um, it, it's it's. Like much more of the the tone and the melody than it is the songwriting in that one. Um, some of her stuff I really like the songwriting, but that one is just like the songwriting's fine, but it, that's not what stands out as much as the tone and the and the and the and the feel to it. The feel is super cool, and I was definitely swaying while I recorded that. So if <laughs> <laughs> if if the the audio comes in and out, I apologize. Uh, it definitely. <laughs> I thought you meant you were swaying because you were thinking of the song and just like mm-hmm. no, I was yeah, oh, I was okay, swaying cool. back and forth while I while I recorded that and I realized ah oh, that may not come out good so so apologies. I'm just picturing like a disco ball in your room, like the lights are down, it's like a prom scene basically. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what about folklore? I know you haven't fully processed that one. Did you have any that that really stood out to you that you liked aside from Exile? Oh, uh, I. If you look at the ones I've liked, it's basically all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, basically yeah. all the songs. And it kind of fades in and out of which one is my favorite at the time. I just remember when when it first came out, I just listened to that album and nothing else on repeat. And not even shuffle, just in the order of the album for, I think, like, a few weeks straight. Like, I didn't listen to anything else. Just I <laughs> again <believe> and again. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, just each time I listened, it was a different song that really stuck out to me. And... Her stuff is like that. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. I apologize. It's no, just it's like, okay. like, like, oh yeah, I haven't noticed this one before. This one's really good too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I find there's just so much depth to them where every time you listen, mm-hmm. you can notice something else that is interesting or meaningful or, you know, whatever it is for you. I've been having the same thing with Hamilton, which I don't want to derail us into Hamilton, but. <laughs> it's a, it's that- a good musical, so I hear. Oh my goodness. I'm not even kidding. At the beginning of the year from. Whenever it came out in June, I, for at least two months, I'd listen to nothing but Hamilton soundtrack in order. And I, same thing, I'd be hearing, oh, I didn't notice this. Hey, this is different, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, same, same stuff. So, and like, uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I won't do real to Hamilton, but uh, yeah, love it. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> it's okay. When I, when I finally get around to watching it, we can, we can do it. We can do oh that. my goodness. <laughs> it, you heard it here, folks. Season five. <laughs> 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 oh man. Goodness. Anyway, so what else? Tell me, tell, tell, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell you more. Folklore was just, oh, it was such a meaningful album for me in ways that I don't think I'm fully ready to talk about yet. But it, yeah, I cried so much listening. I basically was just crying listening to the album for weeks, which <laughs> oh, sounds goodness. super healthy and normal, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. A good cry is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is. Crying can mm-hmm. be very good for you. Mm-hmm. At least emotionally speaking, yes. <laughs> Tear ducts might maybe like no, please give me a break. But <laughs> it can be very but, tiring. You need like a really good hydrating water or some other drink mm-hmm. of choice after. We're going to talk about the science of crying and <laughs> anyway, folklore. <laughs> we talk about chlorophyll last go around. We'll talk about uh, tear ducts and oh, proper you know hydration, hydration and. <laughs> No, not depleting your your salt, et cetera. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, you might want yeah. like a one of those like sports drinks if you want, you know, electrolytes. Electrolytes, yes. Remember <laughs> 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 mm. so the first time listening, I would just randomly start to feel super emotional during some of the songs, and I didn't even know mm. why. Like, I wasn't sure what the song was about yet, or what the lyrics meant, or what the melody was doing. But mm-hmm. it was so good that it would evoke emotion in me that I didn't even fully know I was already feeling. That that's that's uh, that's intense. If you watch the uh, the folklore documentary, the Long Pond Sessions is what it's called mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. They talk about how it was all made in quarantine, and so it's got a lot of sadness and emotion, and like everyone maybe just yeah. needed a good cry. And so you followed suit. 
so I followed suit. Perfect. I cried I mean, a lot. I read online. Others were crying. I was like, oh, this is normal. <laughs> this is just what the folklore <laughs> experience can be. That's what the folks listening to folklore do. Mm-hmm. There were some really fun songs, too, though. I, I just, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's not just sadness. It's fun as well. Do you have a favorite that you would like to share? Um, if we're talking fun, ooh, I don't know. I feel like even the fun ones have some. Right now I'm looking, I'm looking at, their, at the list of songs. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many that are so good. Betty's really fun. I don't know if you like Betty, yeah. Uh, it's okay, it's fine. It's a, uh, it's kind of edgy. That, that, that's kind of fun. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> also, this is very common knowledge on the internet now if you've been reading about the album, but I don't know that you've been reading stuff. So in case you mm-hmm. don't know, there are three songs that are actually all related to the same story, just different perspectives. Okay, which ones? I'm not aware. Uh, Betty, Cardigan, and August, I think. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah, Betty, Cardigan, and August. And it's a love triangle explained from all the different sides of it. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So if you listen back, you can kind of re-listen and hear whose side is whose. And it's it's really cool, actually. Yeah, that is very cool. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Exile was also really good. I agree with that too. Yeah, Exile's I I dig it. That song just it has it just starts off really strong and it just has a really fun build that is just very fun. I enjoyed it. Two do you sing up. do you sing along as Bon Iver? Oh goodness no. I don't That's the thing with Taylor Swift albums. It's like like um I, you know, I can't really sing along with her too much. My voice does not pitch right, but Bon Iver has that that low voice that I just cannot match. Can you shift either of them an octave or harmonize with them? Um, I could, I don't know. Like his voice in particular is so far off my spectrum. I don't know how to harmonize with it. Like Josh Turner, <laughs> his his voice is such another level of low that I can't even figure out how to harmonize with it because it's just so like if I'm singing tenor, I'm still be singing what a, a normal <laughs> soprano might be singing. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't match with him. Yeah. Uh, what about you? I guess you could you could probably follow along with Taylor just fine. I'd assume. Uh, generally, although she she also can go quite low, lower than I think I'm usually capable mm-hmm. of sometimes for some of those low notes. But she is very fun to sing along with. Fair enough. Well, I mean, not not that you're biased. Yes, you you uh, you do all. love you some Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely not biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in any way. <laughs> no, no, no. What about? Uh, I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to talk about on on here. Evermore, I enjoy so far. I really am digging some of the songs. I haven't, I don't think I've had enough time yet with it. It's one of those Fair ones enough. that I feel like it grows on you over time. And as you kind of get to know the songs a bit more. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll mark this one for follow-up then. How about that? Okay. And then folklore. Yeah. I, I love folklore so much and it has been so meaningful for me. Yeah. But also in ways that are still kind of too much for me to talk about yet, but it has been something very, very important for me. Well, that's good, and I appreciate you sharing. That was uh, that was a a fun little uh, little uh, diversion, I think, or yeah, conversation, conversion, diversion, something. Anyway, yeah. conversation. And I'm <laughs> glad that you have now gotten into Taylor enough that you get excited by <laughs> the albums mm-hmm. coming out as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a small pin while, while Kitty is yowling at the door. So let me let her out. <laughs> Just okay. a second. Do you want to talk about the uh, the song, the other song that she shared? Oh, the other song, yeah. So I watched mm-hmm. this show the other night called One Night Only, The Best of Broadway. And mm-hmm. it was, I think, partially a fundraiser for this charity called Broadway Cares, which has helped different causes throughout the past, but right now is trying to help provide essential services for Broadway workers who are now out of work and have been out of work for like a year, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. They are trying to raise money through this show for yeah, Broadway workers for groceries and doctor visits and other things like that. But so mm-hmm. it was a night of the performers coming together and performing some of, I guess, the best of Broadway is how they put it. Okay. And so I know you don't know too much about musicals is what you've told me, right? Basically Hamilton. <laughs> Basically Hamilton. You're like, that's all I need to know. It's so good that it's just everything you need to yeah. know. I would enjoy more musicals, but yeah, no, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm pretty un, uninitiated. So, do you know Chicago? Um, like the city. 
And yeah, the city. Um, I know there was a film, but I, and I thought it was based on a musical. Yeah, the film is the same as the musical, I think, more or less. Gotcha. Okay. So Chicago was performed, and Jersey Boys, which I don't know if you know that one. No, I don't know that one. It is based off of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. If you I don't know, know that. that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're like these words all mean nothing to me. Yeah, it's like it's like do those words together mean something? I am okay. <laughs> <laughs> They had a bunch of different musicals they featured. There was, yeah, Chicago, Jersey Boys, a musical about the Temptations that I don't know too much about. Okay. Uh, there's also apparently a musical coming out about Princess Diana. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there is the Mean Girls musical, which I don't know too much about, but everything I've heard about it, or like the music I've heard so far, I've enjoyed. Okay. Okay. Did you like the movie? I did. I really liked the movie. Did you? I have not seen it. No. No? Is it? mm is it because you have no interest or just haven't? I just haven't. I remember it advertised very heavily on Nickelodeon whenever <laughs> I was a kid. Uh, but I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what this movie is. Oh, it's quite the classic. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really good. I would highly recommend it. I'm not entirely sure if you'll like it as much, but it's, it's a solid movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair in theory, in, in general, it's just a solid movie. So, did we want to talk more about the Broadway thing? Because uh, uh, that song right. that you sent me, you learned, was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, I was watching that Broadway show last night, and it was really, well, not last night, two nights ago now, I think. Three nights ago. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what time is Matter now, of time but. ago. <laughs> time ago. And it was really, really good. Oh, the performers are amazing. I forget sometimes how incredible Broadway mm-hmm. singers are. Were they the original uh, performers or somebody new? I think uh, some of the shows were not the originals. The Chicago ones, I'm pretty sure were not the originals since they said it is the longest running show on Broadway. <laughs> I oh, think wow, what okay. they said about it, so I'm guessing it's not the original cast. Uh, but they did bring back some people who used to perform on Broadway more to perform, um, I think they performed Seasons of Love from Rent. So they brought in a whole bunch of people who were big Broadway stars before and all came back to perform this song. Some of the shows were new shows or shows that had new casts, so... They, I don't know if, yeah, some of them would be originals, I think, for new shows. Good stuff. And then some of them were supposed to have their Broadway debut and didn't get a chance to, which is really sad for them because, yeah, they were talking about how big a moment that is for them and how, like, they work their whole career to that moment. Oh, for sure. So they got to open, is uh, or not open, but they got to perform on this uh, on this show that you're talking about? Yeah, so they filmed it outside... I think, I don't know what street, I guess they were somewhere near Broadway or on Broadway, probably. And they had set up the street with cool set design and stuff. And then they got to perform for the show. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. So there was a new musical as well called Jagged Little Pill, which is based off of Alanis Morissette's music. And so that's what I sent you the other night because they finished with the song You Learn. And oh my gosh, it was so good. That was excellent. That was some Fantastic harmony. I love that. The original song is really good on its own, but the performers just added so much more emotion to it. And like the words had so much more meaning with everything they said. And I definitely uh, had a good cry <laughs> listening to yeah. that song at the end. It was good. I did remember the original after you, after I listened yeah. to it for a while. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I did. Because that was probably came out, what, maybe 10, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. It feels like it feels different hearing it now than it did back then probably because i'm yeah. a different age than i was a long, <laughs> this is probably like a kid when it came out but i think because it had led up up to that point they had talked about how much broadway had meant to all of them and and how hard it's been for their industry basically fully shutting down and then this song where it's just i don't know i don't know how to describe the meaning of this song but it just is like it's hopeful i guess maybe mm-hmm yeah and it just yeah it just felt very emotional after this whole broadway show <laughs> well let, let, let us hope that we all live and learn <laughs> make some changes and and laugh you learn <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yes. i forget all the lyrics but i think you probably you cry you learn you you do many mm-hmm. things and you learn excellent <laughs> so we will we will put that in the show notes yes if yes. you would like it's to listen stuff. to this broadway version of it and it's cool that she has a whole broadway musical of her songs yeah, seriously, that's pretty sweet. Not not many people can say that. I mean, almost none of my songs are Broadway. I mean, so. <laughs> Do you, should we include one of them in the show notes, Patrick? 
No, 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 that's fine. I'll live in it. No, you're not going to share your famous I am Patrick song? No, no. No. Okay. Not this time. Yeah, I'm gonna get a sample of it. Even. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not really. I don't have. I don't have my uh, my kazoo. Uh, so I, oh, I can't. You really you need know. that to you know, I know. bring out yeah. bring out the flavor of the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it just doesn't work otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Well, another time. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the patrons supporters. <laughs> Everyone will be like, I am no longer a patron, even though it doesn't exist right now. I'm going to un-patron, unsubscribe, I don't know what the term is, undoing a patron. Mm -hmm. I'm going to request a refund. (laughs) It's like, I won't send it to you if you don't want it. She is. No, no, the thought of it is so upsetting. I would like my money back in advance. (laughs) After the last one I sent out. (laughs) Oh man! <laughs> uh, goodness. Well, we we came here to talk about Christmas, <laughs> and we have talked zero Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Uh, joy to the world, and all that. Um, <laughs> we were going to talk a little bit about uh, Christmas movies. This was going to be the the main part of the show. <laughs> I should have known better whenever we talked about Taylor Swift. Like, no, th- there's no way we're going to like talk about Taylor Swift for ten minutes and and, <laughs> and talk about Christmas. And they're like, uh, you know, it's just it, it's amazing. And then that's that's all there is to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's very funny. Well, we wanted to talk a little bit about our favorite Christmas movies, um, and yeah, so just kind of. Yeah, yeah. So I had a list of some classics that I liked, and Becky was going to talk about some of her favorites as well. Um, and I was going to recommend a a Christmas song if y'all wanted to hear it. I'm not going to perform it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, I feel like they're supposed to answer at that point. Like it felt like you were setting it up for an audience to be like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, here, so it's just going to be silence. <laughs> Say, Peggy, you, you can you 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 pick up the talking stick and then you run with it there. <laughs> okay, or I mean, you can edit in like the award shows are doing these days, where they edit in audience applause sounds because there's that no sounds, one in the audience yeah. for these shows now. One of the shows was hosted by Kelly Clarkson, I think, and she did a really cool. good job where she made it really fun. Where she was like, "Look, I have this cool uh, remote control now where I can make the audience laugh at my jokes like this," and then she would say a joke and then make really intense laughter and she's like okay take this away from me i won't use this anymore <laughs> this is too fun it's like i am a comedian look at i do all these laughing people lie they do not ha 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 goodness the movies so not my favorite movies of all time or anything but the movies uh, i have been watching the most this year have been hallmark movies <laughs> Which Fair enough. I know people have many thoughts on and are not considered um, the highest form of television. Hey, you know what? You like what you like, and 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 th- 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 there is no uh, no 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 shame or judgment here. No. They are cheesy and wholesome and really nice when the world is really hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. So they actually do this thing called Christmas in July on. Uh, our channel. We don't have the Hallmark channel here, but we have our Canadian equivalent, I guess, that has all the Hallmark movies. And so they do this thing called Christmas in July, where for two weeks, they just play Christmas movies nonstop on that channel. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'd never been into Hallmark movies really until this year, but my mom has really liked them last few years. And okay, we would always like lightly joke with her all in good fun of like that they're all the same like all the stories are very similar and she was like i know but that's what's so convenient about them because <laughs> she's usually often very tired at the end of a long day and mm-hmm. being able to watch something where she can still kind of do stuff at the same time is very good and because the stories are very consistent in how they play out you can also walk away for you know half an hour and come back and still know what's going on pretty well <laughs> fair enough yeah and yeah she just really she really loves them for some reason and so i was like okay there's not much on right now let me check these out and i really enjoyed them and i enjoyed them because it was something i got to share with my mom as well which is really nice 
Yeah. And so we would talk about like, oh, which one did you like the most this week? <laughs> or, oh, that one? Yeah, I just saw that one. That one's really good. And it was just something, yeah, it's been something really nice to share with my mom. That sounds really special. My my mom really likes Hallmark movies, but I have, uh, <laughs> have not given them a fair shake. No? No. No. Yeah, I know, right? If you're in the mood for something just very cheesy, but very easy to watch and good feelings, mm-hmm. they're very good for that. Interesting. Yeah. And if you need something where, you know, you've got a lot going on and you just want to kind of chill out, it's also very good for that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, for the unsuspecting person getting into such a thing, what is your top three pick of Hallmark movies to break you in? Oh, I did not prepare for this. I don't know why. It makes total sense he would ask me. It's really difficult to remember all. Like, I remember what some of them are about, mm-hmm. but I can't remember the titles because they're all so similar. There's like, <laughs> like Christmas Village, Back Home for Christmas, It's Time for Christmas, like Love at Christmas. Like, they're all very yeah. similar, a lot of them. Fair enough. There's ones that are a bit different. Like, I think... I don't, something about time for Christmas, because this one was about a time traveler. So, you know, some of them are really different. (laughs) That sounds pretty cool. So I'm trying to think. I don't know. I would say, mm, I like, I like the more modern ones a bit better. Okay. Because they basically are doing Christmas 24-7 now as well. They need to fill up a lot of time and space of Christmas movies. So they have ones from maybe maybe like 2013, 2012, even some of them. Some okay, of them are okay. quite long ago, but you can notice the change over time, which is really cool. And everything just gets a little bit better. Like the writing's a little more nuanced nowadays. Whereas mm-hmm, yeah. in the past, it was very like, so say the main person already has a partner. So there's the main character and then there's the love interest who already has a partner. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the partner is usually some like terrible person who who doesn't like their kid. They're so focused yes. on work and they're mean and like they're clearly basically a villain of a person. And and then there's like you, just sort of twirling their mustache uh, before they <laughs> while they shave it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they're basically like a one dimensional, just unkind person. And so it's clearly like, well, clearly they have to break up, and clearly these people have to be together. And it's a bit more nuanced now, where if that's kind of the story that's going on. It's less one person is bad and one person is good and more, oh, their lifestyles don't fit together or their values or what they're looking for. And they usually break up more amicably and then the people get together after. And it's it's more realistic and they're more like full people yeah. instead of these like one dimensional villains. <laughs> and so that's really nice. And sometimes they even get together before the end, which I'm like, whoa, we still have like half an hour left. What is happening? How are they already together? This is usually the last 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got, you got, maybe they're, they're, maybe they're not totally perfect and you got to give that little false drama. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, that sounds cool though. Yeah. 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 That's good. Do they have any classics in there? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, oh, I'm no, getting ahead, okay. I think. Is there any like classic movies in there? Is it, are they all relative? Because even 2012 and 13 are you know, pretty recent. Um, do they have any, do they ever play any classic movies that you enjoy? I, I, I'm still very new to the Hallmark world. So I would not be the person to answer what are the classics of the Hallmark world. But there's uh, one <laughs> I've seen a few times now. That is, I don't remember what it's about, but it's about this, or I I remember what it's about, but just not the name of it. It's about a flight attendant who meets some girl, like some young girl who's traveling alone. So she's like, okay, I will be your, your person to look out for you on the flight. And then they bond and then she meets the kid's dad and then they bond and her, his family welcomes them into their Christmas. And it's very, it's just very lovely and charming. (laughs) And I I don't know why, but that one I particularly enjoy. When I've seen it, and I've already seen it, and then I was like, oh, it's on again. I kind of want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's been really cool to see this year, especially with all the things that have been going on in the world this year. Um, they also have added a lot more diversity to the new ones this year, which has been really cool oh, yeah. to see. And yeah. so there are people of different races and backgrounds, and there's even some gay couples as well now, which I feel like is a big deal for the Hallmark movies. And so it's more, there's more representation and diversity, which is always really nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can tell you something silly. Not silly. Well, kind of silly and mundane about it. But as everyone knows, they are very, very cheesy. And my mom is just so sweet. She loves the endings. Like, she'll watch them and then rewind and just rewatch the ending multiple times because she just loves them so much. And it's just very endearing. And I find even I get emotional sometimes during the ending. Like, they're just... So many of the stories are filled with just hope and love and sometimes grief and loss as well, but how to still find, I don't know, how to get through it and find your way back to yourself or to find love in other ways or just, you know, they're not all just, oh, everything's good and here's some silly conflict because I'm from the big city and I'm going to a small town. (laughs) And so there's just really, sometimes really helpful storylines that are kind of emotional yeah. and really enjoy them. Yeah. Well, and it's nice to have something where you know it's going to be a relatively happy ending too at the yeah. end. So it's 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 nice to have a nice complex story where not all the all the pieces fit perfectly in place and whatnot, but then at other times whatever other things are more complicated, be it life or Mm-hmm. just dealing with stuff or whatever uh, it's nice to have something like okay well this will wrap up ne- neatly at the end with maybe some lessons learned and things like that so there's there's some encouragement there yeah this world is just a happy happy mm-hmm. world that will work out it's very nice <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah for sure and they they tend to repeat the actors a lot actually oh yeah 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 so my mom is like oh it's kind of like it's kind of like family almost because you get to see the same people again and again and so it's kind of funny, actually, because it sometimes feels like mixing up the actors, like, oh, which lead was which lead for this one? And then, like, the next time it'll be the same woman and, like, a different other person now. And so it's just all the same characters in just different roles. Like, oh, this friend used to be the helpful, supportive friend. This time they're the the difficult boss. And so you just get <laughs> to see all the same actors in different roles each time. I guess I'm more used to this, like, because um, it's like that in a lot of Christian movies, mm. which I'm I'm not super into for similar reasons. Like, can I, can I, let me rephrase. I'm I enjoy them on occasion, but it, it's kind of like they're very similar to the Hallmark movies in that you know you have very predictable plots and things like that that <laughs> that it can just be. But they recycle the actors a lot too. It's like, oh, I remember that guy. He he was the teacher in this movie, but now he's the whatever whatever you know the preacher in this one. Now he's the coach in this one or whatever. So you you can you start to recognize people throughout some of those uh, those productions. So that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about there. And so, Patrick, mm-hmm. I assume you're not super into the Hallmark movies this year, or maybe any year, <laughs> but what are some of the movies you're enjoying or some of your favorite Christmas movies? Oh, yeah. Well, see, I I do enjoy Christmas movies, um, but I, I'm kind of like, it's kind of like I am with music and movies in general. I'm picky, um, mm-hmm. and so I kind of ten, tend towards... A lot of the classic stuff, um, but granted, I don't have live TV, so I don't. So I'm limited to whatever streaming service that I'm paying for at the time, okay. and I'm paying for you know, Disney Plus, and there's not a lot of great Christmas movies on the Disney side that I, at least not that I've looked for. If you like Frozen, there's a Frozen uh, Christmas yeah. special. Out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, it's a Christmas special. It's really okay. Enjoyable. I watched it. Interesting. And, yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. I liked, I like. I still haven't seen Frozen 2. I like the first one. Yeah, I like, I would say probably my favorite of all time is, is you know, the number one Christmas music, or Christmas movie, basically. I like It's a Wonderful Life. That one is, it's so old, I think it's basically, it, it's it, a lot of movies are based off of it. it, it, it it's, it, a lot of the tropes come off the It's, it's a Wonderful Life, and and I, I rewatched it and I've seen it a few times and I still like, no, this is actually a really, really good movie. It's Christmas is almost a consequence. I think is this is more a, a story about a man making not, not poor choices, but a man seeing the impact of his life. Hmm. And, and, and it, it really makes you rethink hmm. how you live your life and your interaction with, you know, people in your town or in your circle and things like that. And it, it's a pretty cool, Cool movie if you've never seen it I, I'm, I'm sure most have but if you haven't uh it is a heartfelt at times heavy m- movie and it, it kind of reminds you in a lot of ways of uh, a christmas carol 
has similar themes, I guess. But it, it, you don't, you're not seeing ghosts of Christmas past and future. But <laughs> essentially, um, a man is is blessed or cursed or whatever you want to say say of, of seeing what his town would be like had he never existed. Uh, due to you know he he's feels like he's messing stuff up and and basically he gets to see what it would have been like without him there and and he touched on a lot of places in his town and his and and then you know he, you could see his impact and, and and he's a pretty normal person if that makes sense so he's not some some just incredible saint or whatever like that <laughs> if that makes sense like he's not he's not some just just angel of a person if that he's complex and has character and uh and but he, he, he again he's just a fairly normal person but he touched so many lives and without him you know it was ultimately a lot worse place and and it makes again kind of makes you want to rethink how you do things or how I do things <laughs> um, so yeah it's it's a good movie very very good can I can I tell you something Patrick have you never seen it I've never seen it oh Becky you I know. absolutely have to it's so good <laughs> it's really really good so many people talk about it it's a classic thing some people watch every year mm-hmm. and I'm like oh I probably should watch this sometime old old movies I have I can have a hard time with sometimes because it's just like oh this is so goofy this is so whatever this mm-hmm. movie could totally be you know aside from the old cars like you could watch it today and be <laughs> like and 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 totally watch it as a modern movie it is so good mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's really any like goggles you need to put on. It's like, okay, well, I'm watching a movie from the 50s, so I need to make sure that I'm. I don't know if it's that old, but uh, you know, I'm watching in this old movie. I need to make you know just prepare myself for the. No, you can watch it as a modern movie, and it's again aside from the old cars, it is, it is, it's it's pretty. It's great. It's really good. Very very good. I thought you were almost about to put on the the old timey radio voice there. <laughs> And tonight we're going to watch the movie It's a Wonderful Life. I hope you. I don't know. I can't do that for any it was okay. It was okay. It was decent. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the. I don't even know what, what era it was. Was it the 50s, 40s? Eh, 40s, 50s, maybe. 40s, Probably 50s, 40s. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I get. I get. Like when you get into the 30s, 40s, 50s, it all kind of blends together. I'm, yeah. And then 60s and 70s start to get their own thing and it starts to sound modern and. Yeah. Anyway, go Arthur. We're gonna get close to here now. <laughs> I know, right? And then you get into into whatever this is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the twenties, the new twenties. Oh, it's, it hasn't even uh, been a year yet. Almost a year. Yeah. Well, we're just having some roaring twenties now, aren't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, some people oh, think man. maybe there might be a bit of a roaring twenties. You know. Well, I guess we'll guess we'll see. Uh, mm. but yeah, I like that one. And then I, I, you know, just the, all the old classics. I like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I like, you know, Frosty the Snowman. Those are all, you know, I, I won't like seek them out, but if they're playing on, on, if, if they're playing on TV or whatever, and it's Christmas time, I'll sit down and I always enjoy those. Those are fun. Even though those are cheesy and silly, they're, they're fun. It, it's a good time. <laughs> like I said, I won't seek them out. You know, same thing like Charlie Brown. Home Alone is a, a classic one that I really enjoyed. Home Alone is really good. Yeah, it, it's fun. I, I the first and the second one, although they blend together, I couldn't tell you what happens in one that didn't happen in the other. But those are those are. Yeah, I forget which one's which. One he's home, and one he's not home. I think he's in the hotel I, in New York. Is it? Is it right? Okay, maybe so. Apparently, I remember more than you, which is not very much. Apparently, it's the same. It's the same bad guys both times, and yeah. the same kid. Which yeah. I think if I was the bad guys after all that happened in the first movie, I'd be like, I ain't doing this again. <laughs> Not worth it. No. Pretty uh, knows what he's doing, this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Maybe they wanted to redeem themselves in their in their ways. They yeah. were like, you know what? This time we've learned we can do it. Yeah. Now, now we can do it. Now we're smarter. Or had enough pink cans dropped on them that they're like, like, eh, <laughs> let's give it a shot. <laughs> Uh, I I don't think it's podcast canon. Um, but uh, I'm gonna make it podcast canon. Okay. Um, I'm not a big fan of Will Ferrell movies. Oh, is this a controversial yeah. thing to say? I don't know. It may be. I know a lot of people like Will Ferrell, and so mm-hmm. no no shame or shade at the people who do. I'm just not a big fan. It is no secret. I made no secret of it. I've told Becky probably multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Such that she's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Please. 
<laughs> I mean, if it's ever come up, you haven't really gone on about it too long. I think you're oh, just good. you're you're sort of neutral. You're not like, oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I try I try not to be like that with as much as I can. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of Will Ferrell. Like I said, I don't I don't I really don't hate his movies or anything like that. It's just not his comedy is not my cup of tea. But I'd really like Elf. I think in places it's it's pretty silly, but I feel like that is one of his funniest movies, mostly because he is limited to keeping things, <laughs> you know, relatively family friendly mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell is well cast for a clueless elf, you know, living amongst people mm-hmm. and I thought that movie was so funny and really wholesome and really nice and it's just it's a pretty fantastic movie and really it's probably movie. yeah it's probably my favorite wolf Ferrell movie so i haven't seen it in so long so all i can think about right now is him yelling santa really intensely <laughs> <laughs> i was scrolling through instagram i don't know a couple of days ago and i went through the discover page and i saw a clip on there of him talking to the santa at the mall and, he, and the kid <laughs> was, he's like he's like don't kid don't tell him anything this guy's a liar and, and, and the santa's like hey buddy back up <laughs> he's, he's like he's selling you a box of lies don't do this <laughs> I'm like, uh, it was very funny i enjoyed it oh, but that's uh great yeah but yeah so so yeah we have we have podcast lore now and also i do like elf so there you go i have a will ferrell recommendation for you oh yes i like will ferrell i find sometimes his humor is a bit too like when it's too big it's sometimes a little too much for me i think my favorite movie from will ferrell is stranger than fiction i don't know that one is this recent no it's from it's from quite a while ago let me look it up to make sure i am explaining it correctly okay and while you look that up, I'll I'll like I guess I'm one of the I'm, I'm a person who says I like comedy, but there's a lot of comedy movies that I don't like, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can't say that I like comedy. But um, I I like over the top stuff. I love Jim mm-hmm. Carrey from the '90s, like mm-hmm. um, you know Ace Ventura and Liar Liar and all that stuff. I love over the top silly comedy. And Will Ferrell certainly can do over-the-top silly comedy, but for whatever reason, just his style and his delivery just isn't my cup of tea, I guess. Oh, interesting. I guess I can give that as a clarifying point. And, but also, as a way of not uh, uh, of not making any sense, I do like a couple of Will Ferrell movies. I think Step Brothers, while crude, is <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Maybe you just make no sense about Will Ferrell, Patrick. <laughs> while I'm looking for this, there's also his other movies, and one of them is Zoolander. I'm like, oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm sorry i don't like Zoolander very much no <laughs> no it's okay so, i can understand it's not for everybody well ben stiller's kind of another one ben stiller can be hilarious but i the movies that he does that really high-pitched voice mm-hmm. i can't handle it like it just grates on me because the same thing with uh when he plays the bad guy in dodgeball I, I'm mm. like, oh, this is because it could be so much funnier if he was just being doing something other than his, than that voice. And that, like I said, it, it's more my I think it's more not the fact that he's doing a voice. It's just more I, I think that pitch just hits my ears wrong. And I'm like, I can't it hurts my ears. I don't like this. And just annoys <laughs> me more. <laughs> um, but like I love him in, in the night at the museum movies he's hilarious in those mm. and i liked him in in a, a couple of other movies too I, I like ben stiller um he's funny and you just you just need a certain pitch that's apparently your problem with it. yeah almost because you know, i've started watching zoolander and i'm just like Mm-mm, no i can't do that i can't mm. deal with that yeah i didn't know wilfer was in zoolander though that's pretty cool i think he plays the the bad guy ah uh, <laughs> he's funny. a very cartoony bad guy in that one i think <laughs> I want to give a spoiler warning. Um, I thought it was pretty funny when he was the bad guy in the Lego movie at the end. I thought that was a pretty uh, pretty fun twist. Oh, right. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was, I'm like, what? Will Ferrell, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I have to rewatch it this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Stranger Than Fiction is about this guy, Harold, who's played by Will Ferrell, whose life is turned upside down by a narration only he can hear. So he basically wakes up and 
there's a narrator who was like, oh, Harold started his morning. And he's like, wait, what? And then he like gets out of oh, bed. Like, oh, and as he got out of bed, he was wondering, what is this voice I hear? <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> yeah. And so he tries to go through his life and it keeps narrating what he's doing. And he's like, does anyone else hear this? And no one else hears it. And then it basically says, oh, he didn't know that he like wasn't going to be okay. And then he's like, what? Oh, that's interesting. And so then that plays out. And he he plays a relatively normal person, but just because he's so naturally funny and a comedian, it's still very funny in that role, but also very moving and, yeah, very solid movie. Something like that I can actually see him being very funny for. Um, mm-hmm. That I could, I could dig something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he plays a normal guy, but still makes it really funny. And, yeah, I could, I, could, I, could, I could get into something like that. Yeah, and the premise is just so interesting. And the mm-hmm. it's very kind of quirky, I guess, maybe. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but it's a little bit weird and different in a way that's really enjoyable. It reminds me of The Truman Show. Mm, I have not seen that, but yes, it does oh, remind me. I know the premise of it. And, that's yeah. a good, good movie. Very, very good. And it's also a very subdued Jim Carrey, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's still some Jim Carrey moments in there, but he's he's quite subdued, and it's very funny. I, I and very moving. <laughs> I highly recommended. Hmm. Sounds like like the, their equivalent movies, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, Jim Carrey's since done some more serious things that to varying degrees of success, but um, yeah, the Truman Show was it was really good. Um, but you know, in, instead of narrator, you know the premise. I'm not going to get into that, but yeah, Truman Show, good, <laughs> recommended. And now we have veered away very, very away from our holiday theme of this mm-hmm. show. So this is the Taylor Swift slash Will Ferrell slash a little bit of Christmas. The holidays, um, right? That's what the holidays are. And some are Broadway. Yeah. And some Broadway. Well, we have also gone through our outline, too. We have. Oh, there is a holiday song we can recommend. Oh, yes. Uh, I think I teased that at the very beginning. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a song, Patrick, you found and sent to me, and I really love it. So mm-hmm. if you would like to do the honors of sharing it, that is fine with Yes. You. Okay. And actually, it ties things up in a nice, neat little bow, and this actually is not intended. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the artists I found in my uh, in my journeys across the uh, the indie folk lands- landscape that we kind of talked about at the very beginning it is for Taylor. It is back together. <laughs> it does. Wow. Yes. Yes. Again, this really is not intentional, believe it or not. But um, uh <laughs> I found an artist that probably one of my favorite artists of the last couple of years has been the National Parks, and they're a smaller outfit out of Provo, Utah. Very cool, very uh, got a little a smooth enough pop feel to them that they that they're a very pleasant listen. But they have very good songwriting. It's simple, but it's not you don't feel like you're getting talked down to. It's good stuff. And every year they do a Christmas song, and this year uh, their song is a uh, Peace on Earth, and it's really good. It's very timely. But it's also timeless in the sense that, it, you know, there's always tough years. But this one is kind of the backdrop of it's been kind of a hard year. But uh, we all need a little bit of peace on Earth. And and it's a very good, there's some uh, some light religious overtones for just as a heads up. Um, does not bother me. <laughs> but, it was, but just as an FYI. Uh, but it's a very good. It's a very, very good song. And I recommend basically their entire catalog, <laughs> but, uh, 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 but I will link to Peace on Earth in the show notes. It's very good. It's a very good Christmas song. Very timely. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. That was in your top Spotify stuff. You were in, what, the top 3% or something? <laughs> yeah. So I switched to Spotify in November. <laughs> so in the month of November, the, all the listening of National Parks, I am in the top 3% of their listeners. <laughs> so a little bit of a fan. A little bit. <laughs> They had an album come out in June, and I listened to a lot of that album, but that was on YouTube Music, whatever I was on before, and so I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't, didn't, I must have been just listening to this particular song quite a lot, because I've, you know, since moved on, just listened to, you know, it's in my, in my shuffle, but I'm not specifically see- searching out their last album, I just, you know, hear it when it comes on. I, I am a fan, you should definitely check them out, they're very, very good stuff. If you want a non-Christmas song to listen to, I would recommend The Future, it's really good and we will put both of those in the show notes yes yes do you have a song you'd like to recommend um i think my new favorite christmas song this year is the one you sent so that would also be my recommendation peace on earth yeah peace on earth okay i really enjoyed it yeah okay 
We have a joint recommendation, unplanned. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I don't know what music to listen to these days now, because as much as I was like, I'm not ready for Evermore, I'm also loving it and really excited about it. But it's also Christmas time, and I'm like, what music do I listen to now? Yeah. I have the same like Christmas playlist that I add a couple songs to every year, but it's it's like the same, you know, 15, 20 songs. <laughs> I, so. I use Spotify now and I don't mm. have a Christmas playlist set up on there. So I feel like I need to properly set that up instead of just randomly listening to ones as I think of them or as Spotify recommends them, which also mm-hmm. works sometimes. Spotify's recommendations are solid. I'm, I'm really enjoying being back on Spotify, but I want their podcast to go away because I don't want podcast recommendations in my in my music player <laughs> that's fair mm-hmm. anyways well um is that uh is there anything else you wanted to circle back to before we uh wave goodbye i don't think so thank you for everyone who's been listening we had a very very long break so i wasn't sure if people were going to still be around and so i'm really it really means a lot that there are a whole bunch of people listening still so thank you yes yes we really thank you all for for listening and we did talk about it a little bit on the last episode but uh we do still have a discord server it has not been shut down since uh, since the last episode <laughs> it was a complete no. failure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, feel free to join if you like and um we have not asked for this before but um and we won't make a habit of it but uh we would love it if you guys were to go to your podcast player of choice and uh give us a rating and review we would really appreciate that it does help with discovery especially on apple but uh if you don't listen to apple we'll take whatever you rate that's fine i don't uh, i'm not i'm not super picky about it but if y'all want to take it be super cool yeah no pressure very helpful or at least from what we hear we have no reviews right now so Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) according to what podcasters say it's very helpful yes people in the know who know things say that that is the thing to do so um we will follow in their steed in their stead in their steed in their and whatever yes if you could that'd be great but no pressure we're just glad that you're here and listening yes and we hope everyone is as well as can be given the year and has a happy holidays whatever the holidays is for you yes and likely the next time we we talk on a new episode it'll probably be the new year so we'll start off with a a silly mundane happy holiday happy new year merry christmas etc and uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll talk to you guys later bye, bye. so <laughs> now that everyone's so, not here anymore <laughs> now the after show no one no one's still here the yes. after show. well cortex does it right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah totally it's yeah. it's more text just when we were talking about i guess thinking of the holidays and how difficult they might be for some people this year there's been, as there usually is, there's been Christmas commercials on TV. And there's one yes. that I really enjoyed that was by Swish LA. I don't, do you guys have Swish LA where you are? I don't even know what word you're saying. Uh, Swiss, Swiss as in like Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. Chalet, like a cabin. Oh, uh, I don't even know what this is. No. Okay. They do rotisserie chicken. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I like chicken. <laughs> i don't know why that made me think of that cat that, that, cat, that cat song like i like chicken i like liver man it sounds like <laughs> fantastic oh um, man that's great yeah. <laughs> swish la is a chain we have here and they make rotisserie chicken so a lot of their commercials have the chicken that's spinning oh nice okay and so they also have their festive special this time of year where it comes with stuffing and cranberry sauce as well. Mm. Exchange it for dressing and it'd be great. Mm. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe if it goes down to the States, it will be the dressing version. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, so their commercial this year was families getting together, having Swish LA, and the two parents and the kid are at the restaurant being like, oh, where are grandma and grandpa? Like, we miss them. And like, oh, they'll be here soon. And so what they actually have is them getting special LA delivered to the grandparents and so they show up on video nice. call because it's not you know safe for them to visit and yeah. so they still find a way to you know it might not be the same or what they really want but they still are able to connect and i'm like oh people finding ways to make things work makes me very hopeful and happy even if it's not the usual yeah. way things might be ideal yeah i agree that is nice thank you for sharing and then I'm like, I kind of want chicken now. <laughs> uh, that's good. Good stuff. I don't, I don't have anything to add or comment. 
No, other than, no yeah, Christmas commercials on your streaming services of choice. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I hate, I hate ads if I can avoid them and Disney does do ads and I don't, I have, uh, I have ad free on YouTube still. So, uh, I, I dig that. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah. no ads for me if I can avoid it. I'm not a huge fan of ads either, but I do enjoy a good Christmas ad. Yeah, those yeah. are different. You know, like the Coca-Cola bears are classic. Oh, oh, there was a Coca-Cola commercial this year that just, it made, I think it made me almost cry. Also, I just sound like I cry very easily, but maybe I do, I guess. <laughs> I'm just very <laughs> moved and very emotional about many things. You, you just you just offset my lack of emotional core, although I, I, I'm, I, I can, I, you, you hit me right, I can, I can, yeah, I can cry pretty good okay. too. <laughs> I have enough for the both of us, I think. Fair enough, yes. But it was just um, this dad who I guess he has to go deliver his kid's letter to Santa Claus. So he makes this huge trek all the way to the North Pole. And then I think when he gets there, Santa isn't there anymore. It says closed for the season. And so he's like, oh, okay. no. And then when he opens the letter, the the wish is just that like her dad is home for Christmas. And so yeah. then he makes his way all the way back. I think a Coca-Cola truck picks him up on the way, of course, because it's of course, yes. ad, right? But so it picks him up and takes him all the way home, and then they're together. And I'm just like, oh, my heart. <laughs> it's so moving. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I would like a, a, a Dr. Pepper trip to come pick me up. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I can send you the Coca-Cola ad if you want as well. <laughs> Apparently on YouTube, since you love ads so much. <laughs> I'm sure you'd It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds nice. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> I'm watching it without sound, even without music. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely teared up. That's pretty good. Oh, it's, I think it's that letter at the end and that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> no, I was smirking because I'm like, this is kind of silly. And then, and then I'm literally like, oh touch my daddy heart <laughs> right it's like oh it's just a normal commercial you know it's heartwarming it's christmas and mm-hmm. like, oh oh my emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's pretty good he's like i failed my like my kid and then all she wanted was him there <laughs> it's like oh no yeah. it's so oh it's so moving oh. <laughs> so i got you patrick then. <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh live on mic mm-hmm. yeah mm. Mm. that's good stuff Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I guess it was a worthwhile commercial for you after all, then. Excellent. It was very good. Huh. Well, then, shall we, uh, shall we bid each other adieu? We shall. We can go and now both mm. go cry and feel things. <laughs> <laughs> Happy uh, holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And bye. Bye.